Hey everyone, welcome to Podcast for Your Life. I'm Jam, and today we're going to be talking about something that everyone has and many people have different feelings about, and you already know what it is because you already clicked to listen to it or whatever, and it's personalities. Personalities. Where should we start personalities? There's a lot to cover. We only have 15 minutes. That's yeah. our rule. I think we should start with what are persons? That's a great question. People is a plural of person, and mm-hmm. person is an individual of people. Mm-hmm. So That's good. I like that. Short and sweet. Yeah. So personalities come from these people. That's a good way to put it. Or personalities really just describe individual people. Okay. But it's a way of categorizing them into labels. Um, what would you say are some of the most interesting labels, and what would you say are some that you don't think are super helpful? I think... A lot of labels aren't very helpful, but as humans, we do have a pretty strong desire to categorize things. It helps us make sense of what's around us. Sure. And that's just a a thing. It's not good or bad. I think it's just a thing that we do. But a lot of times, I think the way that we try to categorize ourselves, especially categorizing each other, um, is not really actually helpful. Uh, It might give a false sense of security or false sense of understanding about something false sense of identity yes possibly false sense of identity however something that can be pretty good about knowing categories is um having understanding of things that we can improve on Uh, we all have different things that are challenges for us or we have things that are more difficult for us that might be easy for others it's really great to know that kind of stuff because we can grow and and learn and, and whatnot not try to be too crunchy granola but that's, I think, what could be a, a positive about the idea of labels and categories and personalities. That's 10,000-foot view, I'd say. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of labels or categories as well. I think that they were probably created to be able to make some sort of sense out of how different people relate with other people. I think yeah. that's ultimately what it comes down to. And I think that overall, I, I don't know if they're necessarily that helpful. I understand that the logic behind creating them, you know, personality types or um, subdivisions of different people. Right. S- but I just, I don't know if they're necessarily that helpful. I know. For instance, like, according to a lot of people, including the state of Arizona, I'm considered a sociopath. Should I leave? <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> but yeah, personalities are interesting. Right now, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a trend right now, but for years now, it's been something that has grown in, in popularity and people's general interest in the topic. The, the everyday person has some idea of where they fall in, in some type of personality spectrum or some sure. personality grid or label system. Almost everyone has something and some idea. Right. They've taken a test. They did an online thing or whatever it was. And that's pretty common these days. Yeah, and I, I think it always has been because I think they go through phases. Like, you've got Myers Briggs, you know, the Myers Briggs phase, and then there's like the disc phase, and then you know the Enneagram phase, and you know who who else, whoever, whatever other ones are out there. I think they come and go, and some are hyped, and then they kind yeah. of like fade out, even though they're still around, and then others are hyped, and they kind of just like. I don't know if they go through cycles, but they definitely seem to kind of come and go. And oh, right. like oh, sweet! Now this is really popular. I'm gonna find out who I am. And like my favorite right now is the which which Disney sidekick are you? And that to me, that one is yeah. really accurate. 
Um, yeah, I think that one sounds pretty accurate. Which one were you? I was the clock from uh, oh. Beating the Beast. Yeah, yeah. Clock. I think that clock was also a sociopath, so that makes sense. Mm. I think personalities just exist in general. And I think we as humans love the diversity of humans in, in their personalities. Do. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we do because I think if we didn't acknowledge that there are different personalities, like if we didn't have any kind of category, if we didn't have the words extrovert or introvert, right. I think they would be there and we would subconsciously acknowledge them. Yeah. But I don't think that we would pay as much attention to them as we do now where it's like we meet somebody and the first thing we try to figure out is, oh, wow, this person's really outgoing or, oh, this person's really shy. You know, like that's like some of the first things that people think when they meet a new person. Yeah. And I think we've always had personalities since uh, the beginning of mankind. And uh, I don't know why we have to like make a big deal out of like how different people relate to other people and whatever. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just kind of straight up i really don't like any personality test of any kind no matter what it is and i won't take them and you can't make me but what i think was really the most frustrating thing about it is not that that the tests themselves are necessarily flawed but i think it's people's people's feeling that it's an identity thing um they take a thing it's just a pretty generic test it's not a science it's just a you know it's just a some questions and it's a stab at you know a category but it's, there's, it's not a science and we love to be told you know this is who you are this is what you are this is the category you fall in and the danger i think not everybody's this way but i think many people then view that as who they are uh that's their identity i think people believe that that doesn't change that it can't change or that it shouldn't change and i don't think that's really true in my own life i feel like the evidence i've seen this totally a subjective thing but my own life i feel like i've seen a lot of change in myself over time which i think is a really good thing and some of those things could actually be bad things that I've changed in sort of my in my personality. I think both are super possible. So the idea of, I guess, taking a test or whatever is probably good if you're going into it thinking, I want to learn about myself a little bit so I can know how I could should change to become better or ways I can grow. I said this a little bit at the beginning. But if that's not someone's objective, I feel like it's kind of like what's the purpose yeah, and I would agree. That's the question I would pose is, why does it matter? Yeah. And I am i don't know. I don't think I've figured this out myself, but why does it matter that you're an otter or a six or an ENFP, LMNOP, JK, LOL? Like, why – how does that actually affect your, like, day-to-day living? Or if you find out somebody else is a, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, whatever – yeah. How does that really affect, not not necessarily how, Yeah. does it? Does it affect? I don't even go back to the being like, does it even affect how you view the person? Like mm-hmm. if I knew what, which one of the disc quadrants Jam was or whatever number he is on the Enneagram, I don't think it would necessarily affect how I relate to him. Yeah, I understand that the ideas behind some of those personality type quizzes or, or research things yeah. are to find out how to better relate. And maybe I just like haven't hit that. That I haven't hit that wall yet, but at the same time, it's like I'm still gonna relate to him the same way. I think. Yeah. You know, again, I, I'm not an expert at this issue, and neither is Jim. We're just kind of thinking out loud here. But yeah, I don't. I don't think it necessarily would really significantly affect the way that I relate. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I guess most people's goal in relating should be to try to understand the other person instead of sure. like yourself. 
First and foremost. Right. But I don't um, think that like understanding other person's personality is going to help you get to know them better. I think that there's just like getting to know who they yeah. are in the sense of like what are the hopes and dreams and what are they passionate about and what are they struggling with and what are their fears. And I think that's how you get to know somebody more than great, this person is 70% extroverted, so yeah. I'm going to make sure to hang out with them over coffee all the time. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. A lot of the quizzes and tests, you'll notice, don't say anything about something being either negative or positive. They ask questions and give you results and tell you, you know, which category you fit in in a way that makes it seem like that's good. I, and I believe that there's really good and really bad things about different personalities. And so... It's strange that people come away from a test thinking like it's a really good thing that they know. Yay, I'm Pocahontas. It is, and yeah, in general, <laughs> well, that's different. They kind of they kind of say everything is pretty positive, and so people feel positively about the results no matter what they are, which is strange. I think people can also feel bad, especially with the you know the BuzzFeed quizzes. We're harping on BuzzFeed a lot, and I know that's sort of trending, but it's been like around for a couple of years, and it probably will be continuing to be around with social media. But I think people feel bad like whenever I've done one of those quizzes and I don't get Yoda or Obi-Wan and I get like <laughs> Boba Fett I'm like okay he's cool but like I wish I was blank I mean he so, has a jetpack but but then that's that gets back to okay is this real or you know obviously I think a lot of those are made up but they are they're made it, up if it instills a sense of longing for I wish I was blank yeah maybe that's not healthy yeah the first time I ever felt like like I started started questioning these sorts of tests i had been dating my um, now wife emily for about a year and i was at, visiting uh some family and they really and I, my, the rest of my family was with us too they really wanted us to take these the myers-briggs personality tests and i had taken them before in like high school at this point i was in college and um i knew who i was i knew kind of what i what category i fell into i was an introvert and the other stuff i can't remember now at this point and, um, but at the time I knew them pretty well, took the test. Um, and I ended up being a lot of things had changed and I ended up being right half and half between introvert and extrovert. Oh, nice. That's what I am. And it was really, <laughs> it was really weird and frustrating because I was thinking I only took this m maybe two years ago. Um, and this much has changed mm -hmm. and I bet people have experienced that. And to me it felt like, okay, this test could be accurate, but also was it not accurate the first time? Things could have changed, but at the same time, isn't that just normal? Like, today, I'm this? Like, it could have just be a, a small, like, selection of, here's where I'm at right now. Yeah. At the same time, the categories they make, the letters they pick, the different aspects of your personality that they choose to evaluate are just parts of what could possibly be chosen to evaluate. So it's just kind of... Sure. It was just so strange. And then I, I started a decline in my confidence in that test specifically and then all tests and then wow. i then i began to repudiate all things personality goodness so yeah it's definitely interesting i, I think sometimes people use their like their formal personality types to make excuses for things too like the like oh no i can't go to that party tonight because i'm an introvert yeah <laughs> i'm not calling anybody out because i don't know anybody but i feel like i've heard people who like have said things like that or, or like yeah. <laughs> think things one example that came to mind was the love languages personality yeah. type deal or whatever that is the love languages okay which is connected to personality types yeah marlene my wife and i did that when we were i don't know dating or engaged or whatever yeah and it was interesting how it affected like my thoughts and desires 
there would be times where if my love language was like words of affirmation, I would tell her like, you're not affirming me enough, you know? <laughs> and like that caused a serious stress, you know? Cause it's like, yeah. I was being demanding saying like, well, my, I, you know, I exist because I have people who affirm me and that's how I really thrive. And while it might be true that I really enjoy being verbally encouraged, doesn't necessarily mean that like people have to do that to me, yeah. you know, or, or that I can accept other, you know, love languages or whatever. Right. Um, so it was interesting how that kind of like put a little bit of attention, which Marlene was like, this doesn't come naturally to me. And like, I try to be encouraging, but yeah, like this is, if I just like fake encouragement, it doesn't mean anything. You know, like she was like, I'd rather truly give you an encouragement once a year than <laughs> to give you like daily fake encouragements. Right. And that to me was like, okay, yeah, th- this actually makes way more sense than like, hey, just get a little post-it note in front of the mirror every day and be like, encourage Jason. Like, yeah. I'd rather have a genuine encouragement. So, so yeah. that was interesting how that, how things like that can, can put some stress on your relationships. Yeah. Even though they're intended to be like, oh, right now I know that I need to give this guy like yeah nice th- thoughts or whatever you know and i'm not trying to like like I, when i say this next thing i'm gonna have to say i'm not trying to knock the personality test really hard but they are a pseudoscience meaning they're just they're just not a science and so yeah that means you straight from the beginning have to take things with a grain of salt um on these but what's really funny is that as we came into this topic i actually expected i jason and i both know that i'm really opinionated about these <laughs> i expected to experience more opposition but it sounds like we're in a similar I'm pretty neutral. Like, I'm not going to call out... Similar feeling on these. Yeah, I don't want to call out anybody in general, especially if they've done a lot of work in this area study. But again, we're not experts. But I also am just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I'm kind of like an agnostic personality person. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. And then I'm like an atheist personality person. (laughs) You're a very heavy agnostic. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Something like that. So what would you you say is the... uh, Our kind of takeaway from personalities oh for me it'd say like don't don't take them like you know throw it all out change your life burn it all that kind of thing personalities it's more than just a quiz personalities start over (laughs) um yes that was great well that's all the time we have for today thanks so much for humoring us and listening to our thoughts on personalities and and bearing with our opinions but we thought it'd be a pretty interesting topic because it affects everyone and most people are all over the map in terms of their thoughts on it. So thanks for listening. Yeah, if you were expecting an expert's opinion on our analysis, well, you came to the wrong place. But uh, (laughs) hopefully this will give you a chance to think and maybe start over. Well, thanks, guys, and we will see you next time.